0: Bit about the um NBA trade deadline and all the stuff that's going on down there, all the moves or most of the moves that have been going on, what we like, what we dislike, all that today. So join us as we put it on
1: wax, man. It's the best sports podcast that you're gonna hear all week. So let's go ahead and get started. So really? let's start with the NBA trade deadline. I mean, all right, so we we a lot happened. I mean, it was crazy. You know, you have Victor Oladipo yeah. going to the Miami Heat. Uh you got Aaron Gordon mm-hmm. going to Denver uh you got a Bouyichich going to the Bulls uh, i mean mm-hmm. just so many moves of course LaMarcus Aldridge now working on a buyout Andre Drummond working on a buyout so Mike the expert mm-hmm. Mike who is your winner and loser right now at the deadline
0: Wow um Denver getting Aaron Gordon that's big, big. that's that's huge especially they didn't give up a whole lot to right. get him um, they didn't have to give up any, like their true real core to get Aaron Gordon, a guy who's capable of, capable of being an all-star, right. you know, for years to come. So, um, that's good. They still need to get their defense sold up more. Um, I think Aaron Gordon can help some. Um, I think that was good. Miami, Miami, they did a great job. Yeah. And then it's it said, yeah. And then they're talking about Miami might get LaMarcus Aldridge after the buyout. I mean, so they got Victor Oladipo, they might be getting Aldridge, and then they they still got um, Bam, they still got Butler, they they still got Hero, they got a squad. I have to
1: say, so they, my I'm winner gonna... would be Miami because of what you gave up. You didn't give up any big rotation players. Yeah. A ton of draft picks. And you got mm-hmm. a five-star a position in Oladipo. And now you can put Jimmy Butler back at the three, and now you got defense, yeah. you know, one through three. You know, dragge is an okay defender, but that's what you got for mm-hmm. the glass. And then you got three guys that can initiate the offense. So now Jimmy can come off the floor or Dragage can come off the floor. Yeah. And you really want to play Dragage a little bit less minutes, right? So you don't burn him out. He doesn't get hurt. So I think, you know, mm-hmm. you have the advantage now with Oladipo being able to play the one and the two, you know, Jimmy can play basically one through three. So, Mm-hmm. It's really created a a, a a real headache. All these guys can shoot threes, plus they can get to the basket. So I think Miami is so, super dangerous.
0: Yeah. So tell me this: Do you think that with the moves that Miami just made, with the healthy Brooklyn, do you think that they could take Brooklyn? I do. I do. do Miami yeah. is
1: a gritty team. Every player yeah. has an established role. See, here's the thing with the with the Nets, right? I like the Nets. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you know I'm a big Kyrie guy. I'm not so much of a James Harden mm-hmm. guy. I mean, he's a great player, but I, I need to see James mm-hmm. do it in the playoffs. I've seen him come up short yeah. too many times, and he's mm-hmm. a great player. Can't you can't deny it. But my mm-hmm. thing with them is number one, we don't have an established role for everybody with all three of them being on the floor consistently. Secondly, they're yeah. still a defensive, you know, issue. They don't have a rim mm-hmm. protector. Lack mm-hmm. resized or rebounding. And then at the same point, too, who's gonna take the shot? So Miami, yeah. you got established guys, everybody has a role. They got you know weapons on the bench, plus they have rebounding. Yeah. So, and if they add Aldrich, I really do think they can beat the, the Nets. What do you think?
0: Yeah, so I think they can beat the Nets because they got both offense and defense. Right. They got both, they got both sides covered. And with the Nets, like you said. Well, like I'm saying, with the Nets, when they got all three of them there, you know, Harden, um, Durant, Irving, all that, to me, they're not as good of a, as good as a team. They don't play as they don't play as well. I think when one my of them, my turn, your turn, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. When one of them is gone, when one of them's injured, and they just have two of those guys, they're actually to me, they seem to play better. They're a better team. They get the guys um, into it a lot more. So I think they're a better team without all three. And then the other thing about it is, yeah, they're winning games. But if you look at how they're winning, I mean, they're beating teams by like two points, three points because they don't play any defense. So you go into the playoffs where things slow down some, you know, they may not be a finals team. They, they may not be able to win those games by two points, three points, because they don't play defense. They got They got to get some defenders. And now I'm hearing things about Oh, they might get J.J. Reddick, and they might get – J.J. Reddick is not going right. to help them defensively. So, I just don't know where they're trying to go with it. They could win a championship. They got they got a squad. But I think Miami – Miami could really take them. You know, if they play them gritty, they do what they have to do, they could, they could actually Here's take the them. Here's the other
1: thing, too, though, when you talk about Miami. They got them when it comes to coaching. coaching. Spoelstra is a two-time champion yeah. coach and been there – Steve Nash is still learning. Mm-hmm. Dan told me the it yeah. has never proven to be over the hump or a guy that can get you to the championship on coaching. So that's a thing. I think another thing, and then I guess mm. here's my issue with the Nets. They're building a team like a fantasy basketball team. Like when you go to the playground and play guys, right? You can't yeah. have all yeah. the offensive weapons. you got to have some balance defense, and you got to be able to craft some And I just don't see it.
0: Yeah, like Blake Griffin is not gonna take them there. He's I don't, you know, I mean Blake Griffin, of course, he was a, a great player at one point. He was an all-star player, but he's not that player anymore. Now he's a, a role player that doesn't specialize in anything, and um, and he doesn't play any defense. He so it's like that's not how <laughs> Yeah, he did. He didn't. He looked like he struggled to get that one. I'm like, yeah, Man, on, I'm, I'm
1: gonna like- go and throw one down for <laughs> y'all.
0: Yeah, that was a struggle dunk right there. I was like, man, he don't fell all the way. Yeah, I, agree
1: with you. I think but, if I was if I was Brooklyn, I would look to either add something defensively or figure out what I have before I keep adding pieces. It's almost like when you make something, yes. like when you're making gumbo or something, or you're making a pizza. You put too much on it, you ruin it. So
0: this is like this. Yeah. You adding
1: more and more topics, more topics, more topics, more topics, and then at some point it's too many.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm telling you what, I'll tell you the trade that I think is really gonna help. And it's a and people may look at it as a small trade, but I think this is really gonna help the team. The Clippers getting Rondo. Oh my goodness. They needed that. They needed somebody they can create, you know, that they, they can help Kawhi and Paul George get them, get them set, get them into their spots. I think that's gonna help them big time. That's a Rondo. good
1: trade because you get to put that's- uh your, your star point guard, what's the uh, my man's name? I can't think of his name right now. They start, You're talking they about on the Clippers? Clippers Beverly? Beverly? Pat, Beverly? Pat, Pat mm-hmm. Beverly? You get to put <laughs> Beverly on the bench. You know, that's a good – yeah. he's a dog as a defender. Rondo's a good defender. And then Rondo, you know, he played with the Lakers last year. He has a side track. He remembers <laughs> LeBron. He's a some when it comes to that. And after, yeah. he loves to pass. So, that takes all the pressure off the mm-hmm. right and uh, Paul George, like you said, where all they get to do is just finish, and don't have to worry about setting the offense. I was kind of with that because exactly. I thought that playoff Rondo could add a lot for the Hawks. I'm I'm really baffled as to why they did that. I mean, they're at, what eight and once is changing coaches, and you change and you you send Rondo out. I'm not really sure what you're doing here. So, you know, I like. And, yeah. Bucket, and Luke is from Atlanta, you know that's a good thing. You know ATL stand up, we 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 ATLians. But um, I mean, yeah, yeah, I just don't, I don't really understand what they're doing.
0: Yeah, I think the Hawks is a, a first round, first round and out team, anyways. Whether they have Rondo or whether they have Lou, I believe first round and they're gone. Well, here's so the
1: thing: keep Rondo. Rondo and uh, Ice Trey can play at the same time. Trey Young and Rondo can be on the floor together where mm-hmm. Lou and Trey really can't play together. You know what I'm saying? Because Lou dominates the ball. He needs the ball to get his shot off. The-
0: yeah, and after- your defense. <laughs> he
1: doesn't play defense.
0: Yeah, neither one of them play defense. So your defense would be terrible if both of them out right. there together. <laughs> You know, at least, Ronda, at least Rondo will D you up. I do see that they're trying to, I guess, get bench
1: scoring because, you know, uh, you've got injuries with Kevin Herbert, You've had injuries with Hunter. Cam Reddish is coming back for injury. Mm-hmm. I get it, but I think I would have kept Rondo. Let's see what these guys can do with another year under their belt and then go. I will say this on the Hawks, though. The best move they made was not moving John Collins. That would have, like, been a
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. And I've been hearing about them, you know, potentially trade in Collins and all that, they, they don't need to do that. I mean, he's a young dude. I mean, he can ball. Right. You know, just just see what you can do. And I heard, you know, rumors about him and Trey Young getting into it. They'll get over that. Yeah. You know, I mean, they grown men. Get over it. Get out there. Play some ball. Y'all got that's something that's good.
1: that's friends, it's a job. Come and do your job. That's it.
0: Exactly. And
1: what's so is, exactly. you got a diamond in the rough in John Collins. Nobody's –
0: being mm-hmm. good, and he, he can only get mm-hmm. better from here. He's like this close to being an all star. Right. I mean, you never know; he might become the best player on exactly. your team. You know, don't get me wrong. Trey Young can ball and everything, but you know his his ceiling. To me, his ceiling is only so high. You know, John Collins may develop into the best player on your team, so you don't want to give that up. You be you be mad later on. You see him on somebody else's team balling you know, all-star teams, you know, one of the top players on their team. So, now you well, want to I'm going to give you two parallels.
1: And I'm not saying that these guys, that Trey and John are equally as good. But do you remember, like, Seattle, mm-hmm. right? At like, the beginning, it was yeah. all Sean Kemp, Sean Kemp, Sean Kemp. And what happened? Gary Payton came on, kept getting better. And two of them made a great combo. And the same thing if you look at the Timberwolves, yeah. right? This to, to your point, if you trade a guy away or get up, give up on a guy too soon. Kevin, mm-hmm. Stefan Marbury, right? Good pick. Yeah. But then if they could have kept them together, they probably would have competed for a championship.
0: Oh yeah, you know yeah what they could. hmm They could have did so. something. Uh, what do you think of? What do you think Lonzo Ball is going to end up? I mean, if I was New Orleans, I would have never shopped him personally.
2: Because
1: I feel like yeah. you're not big on Lonzo Ball. I'll start there. I'm not big on big ballers. Mm-hmm. His brother, uh, mm. Melo, he's a baller. But uh Lonzo, I think the situation is so perfect in New Orleans. And I'll go back to the getting paid in Sean mm-hmm. thing, right? I think with Houston, we have yeah. of that where. Zion can run the floor, and you got these dynamic passes coming from Lonzo, and it's the perfect fit. Lonzo don't really need the ball. I think what they need to focus on is finding more so than trying to get rid of him.
0: Oh, I think that's their mission. Yeah. Well, I think think they're trying to get rid of Lonzo because they're changing up their offense. Now, if you look at it, they've taken the ball out of Lonzo's hand a lot. You know, they have Zion bringing it up. They have Ingram bringing it up. You know, so I guess they were shopping Lonzo to try to see, hey, what can we get for him? Because we're not using him, you know, as much. Although Lonzo's still balling. I mean, he's playing well within their within the offense. And honestly, to me, the, the biggest thing that separates Lonzo ball and Lamelo ball is that Lamelo ball is more aggressive. He goes out to try to get here. Yes. Yeah. Lonzo is not as aggressive. Now, when Lonzo is aggressive, he can score just as well as LaMelo. But Lonzo for some reason has this passive about him, he'll he one game he'll be aggressive, and then the next ten games he's just passive. Lonzo, you know, I don't know, I don't get that because he can get to the hole anytime he wants if he if he does, and then they don't even play defense anymore. So I mean, he gets to the hole anytime he wants. Man, I don't know what goes me on in his head. Is a dog, man, he is a
1: dog, but yeah. still, yeah, but it's all mental because I know he can mm-hmm. run the break, and there's going to be some times in the playoffs you need that point guard to set the offense up and you don't want your point forward yeah. up. Uh, I, I, I'm a big mm-hmm. Zion fan, but he's not Anthony he's, mm-hmm. not a, not, he's not a point forward. He's
0: not Scottie Pippen. He can't,
1: he can't run the offense in a, in a playoff game and a half-court yeah. Half
0: yeah, the thing I don't like about Zion, like I like Zion. You know, he gets out there offensively. He can score. Um, Of course, he needs to build his game out more instead of um, just – being in the post the whole time. time, he needs to be he able to do. Yeah, he needs to be able to do other things. But the the biggest thing about his game is that, as great as he is on offense, he becomes a liability right. on defense. You know, he doesn't he's play good defense.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, it's he's big, good
0: at that, but he's got to work on the on the ball
1: defense for sure.
0: Yeah, he has a. There's so many times where I see him down there where his guy just spin on them real quick and do a little finger roll or i'm like you too big too strong to be letting people just go by you like that you know i mean shoot let them let them know that you know something's going to happen to you when you, you come down here against like me that <laughs> NBA, you know better come on now Duh, duh, one little pop of somebody, no. the whole league is going to, you know what I'm saying?
1: I'll tell you. No, but I'm it saying. not letting you be physical like that anymore. It not letting you be Anthony Mason or, or saying, Charles Oakley and take someone's head off.
0: Duh, I'm not saying do all of that, but I'm saying he needs to be more aggressive. I mean, Patrick Beverly doesn't foul out every game, but he's still aggressive. He's on, and Patrick Beverly's really not even the best defender. He's He's a good defender. But the, the thing that makes him better is that he's aggressive. He's a dog. He gets in your face. He's not – I mean, I look at his feet when he's moving yeah, he's side to side and stuff like that. He's, he's not – yeah, but he, he's he got that – he's still not the best defender, but he's out there. He's working hard at it. I don't see Zion even really trying too much when it comes on the defensive end unless he's doing, you know, an off-the-ball block, you know what I'm saying, that looks real good on the TV. You know, you sent it out of bounds or whatever. but. His defense, I think, hurts the team. Speaking of defense, so speaking he of
1: defense, to, I gotta, man. I gotta ask you about this, man. What do you think about Draymond What's saying it? that he is the best defender of
0: all time? Oh yeah, yeah, Draymond tripping. Oh whatever. Draymond, don't get me wrong. Draymond's a good defender, but he's to me, he's not even the best defender on his team. Um, I think Clay Thompson, to me, has been a is a better defender than Draymond. But yeah, but I mean, Draymond, he does well. Um, he's a better um, off ball defender. Um, so he's not, no, nowhere near being the, the greatest well, of all. I soccer. was, saying, no. I,
1: can't, I can't, was say
0: he's top 30. can't even say he's top 30. No, nah, me I mean, I'm, I'm
1: going to tell you Tony Allen, uh, Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant, Michael Jordan, uh, Jerry Payton, Scottie Pippen, Himalajuan, mm-hmm. Tim
0: Duncan. Yeah. Dungy. Garnett. Garnett. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bradley might be up there before you get to him. Yeah. And if you go back in the day, you can do Bill, Bill Russell, Akeem Olajuwon, you know, Michael Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Rip I mean, those guys are all Yeah, Rip. Man, these guys are Rip. way... Ron mm, yeah, Ron Artest definitely is a way better defender than Rip. Um, Rip Draymond. Rick Mm-hmm.
1: We, we we still ain't got nowhere near him. I mean, honestly.
0: I, well, you say uh, I'll put Draymond before um Rip Hamilton in in Rip defense. Rip Hamilton, Hamilton defender, was a man. Rip Hamilton was a decent defender. He, Rip Hamilton, he was good on the Pistons. They played good team defense, but really individually, guys like Chauncey Billups and Rip Hamilton, okay. they weren't the best Rashawn, defense. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Tayshaun Prince is, was Shaq, a real good Here's my yep.
1: issue with Draymond. All these guys we name, mm-hmm. you could actually put them on a guy and then then they take them out of the game. Right? Yeah. Even mm-hmm. from a uh, mm-hmm. he was back. He was yeah. before mm-hmm. he got hurt. Oh, yeah, you will I was. cannot say that. I've never seen Draymond take a dude out of the game. I, he was kicking him the groin. So, mm-hmm. I've never seen that. say oh, I, so I, I think great But these, And they right. would still have the same defensive results. And you've seen that because someone went to more teams like Scotty Pippen. Uh, but mm-hmm. if you take him out of Warriors, what is he? Yeah,
0: yeah uh, exactly. Not that no, not at all. You know, not at all. He's not an all star now. But, um, What's your call? And then I mean uh, just Scottie Pippen alone. Right. Scotty Pippen Shut alone. Down. Way you, Yeah. Like way better defender than um Draymond Green. Well, this so, is my thing with Draymond my. too, man. I think Draymond need to be happy that you you
1: got drafted to the right team. You play with mm-hmm. that's helped you get yeah. you get a goal because in any other situation yeah. way, we wouldn't even be talking about you. So he exactly. might
0: be with PJ. I'm saying a better to him. He's a
1: better
0: him. I mean, eight points, eight points, five, six rebounds. No, we're not going to be talking about you. Exactly. I mean, come on, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, think about this. Think about this. When your guys were gone, Steph Curry, you know, Clay Thompson, and you had a chance to show your star level, you still couldn't do it. Because you're not you're right. not there, so you are still eight point six rebound guy even without them being there. You know, me, so nah, your no, that's times your, times your chance to get fifty calories mm-hmm. and be getting buckets and be getting twenty a game. Yeah, but well, you didn't had, do it, and you want to. Yeah, but and you want to use excuses. You know, about, oh, I'm just trying to help the young guys. No, you 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 have to help the young guys because you can't do any better than what you're right. doing. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> just... when teams see Draymond, what they
1: do? They back off and let him shoot. Okay, you going to make one, one of one. ten? Go for it. Sure. That's not going to lose yeah. the game for us. Shoot. Yeah, you can let
0: Draymond shoot all, all day. He's going to keep bricking all day, too. Liability on the offensive end when it comes I agree. to Because, Yeah. True. You know, and nothing Draymond has played his role well. He's a with, great
1: role player.
0: You know, he is a great role player role player. My problem with what goes on in the NBA is a guy like Draymond Green is probably gonna make the Hall of Fame, which no. he shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? He's he's been a great role player. He's in a great situation, but a guy like him making all these all-star teams, he got the defensive player of the year, you know, and he'll probably Make the Hall of Fame, and he's not a Hall of Fame. No, player. because
1: I will tell you this, well, man. If if uh if he's a Hall of Famer,
0: Chris, Chris Webber
1: is, Rick Fox is, I mean, Robert Ori. These guys, uh Robert Ori got five
0: rings, but that doesn't mean anything. You got five rings.
1: Guys, I mean, I'm just saying. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm making that point. To me, Draymond is like Mario Ellie. Really really, player, really, really important role player. but mm-hmm. not a Hall of Famer,
0: yeah. So, here's the thing um, because Hall of Fame doesn't necessarily have anything to do with how many rings, no, you no, know,
1: no, right? Dennis, um, yeah, and- Dennis was so impactful on the court, you can't <laughs> win without him,
0: yeah. Yeah, Dennis Rodman has a good number of rings, though, because he got some with the piss and the bulls, he got five. You know. no, he got. Yeah, he's got a good number of rings. But here's the thing. Like, Robert Ory is nowhere near being a Hall of Famer, right? And and if I had to choose between him or Draymond to go to a Hall of Fame, I would actually pick Draymond over him just because Draymond won Defensive Player of the Year and stuff like that, got his accolades. Don't get me wrong. Robert Ory is a better player. Robert Ory is a better player. But it's not always the best player. Like Chris Webber. Chris Webber should Definitely, be a Hall huh? of Famer. But he, he hold on yeah. hold on, hold on. You gotta put some
1: respect on Robert Ori's name. The man was named Big Shot Bob. We have never called Draymond Big Shot anything. And on the okay. Rockets, not I only understand. was he Big Shot Bob, but he was the guy
0: on the ball to take you out the game. Yeah, so here's the thing: I don't think either one of them are Hall of Famers. I'm gonna put that out there. But if I pick one over the other just because of the accolade of the defensive player of the year and all of that. I would pick Draymond over him far as Hall of Famer. But far as a better player, I think Robert Ori did more, could do more on the court and is a better player than him. But, you know, Hall of Fame is not always the better player making it for yeah. some reason. But Robert Dory, Draymond Green, um, of course, Mario Eli, all those guys, they're not um, – Rick, especially Rick Fox, they're nowhere near being Hall of Famers. I don't even know why you mentioned Rick no, Fox. No, I'm saying I would take but, those
1: guys, uh, me, over him. I think those guys are more impactful than what he is.
0: Yeah. I just don't think role players should make Hall of Fame. It just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. You're a yeah. role player, you're not a Hall of Fame. Or hall of Fame. Uh well, it depends on the role I player. Think- it depends on the role player. Cause like a dude like Coop, he's so important what the makers did. Mm-hmm. So I can see him being there. Nah, I don't think role players should make the Hall of Fame. It doesn't matter how important, because that means Draymond Green. Draymond Green is very important to what goes. Yeah, but if you say did. that, that means that John like, Paxson and the Steve Kerr get there. Yeah, no, that means that Draymond Green, like Draymond Green, is not a great player to me. But he is extra. Without him, I don't think they win all the championships that they win. He is a he is very instrumental to what they're doing. So if you're gonna use that for Coop, then you got to use that for Draymond Green. I don't think either one of them. I give you famous, a good, I give you a good, you know, a good
1: comparison with Draymond, right? Draymond reminds For me of them. like Horace Grant, right? Horace was very important to the first three championships. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they repeat re- again because he was such yeah. an important piece, and he joined Orlando, and you see mm-hmm. when happens was Orlando, they take off. That was like the missing piece that yeah. turned them into the finals contention. So I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, 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 and Horace Grant definitely is not a Hall of Famer. I hate when people say that. They, some people, you always know, say that. Oh, Jordan played with a bunch of Hall of Famers. They named John Paxson. They named Horace Grant. I'm like, those guys are yeah, like Hall of two. Famers. Just two. Jordan, yeah, Pippen and Rodman. Those are the those are the Hall of Famers well, that Jordan in early played. His career washed
1: up Reggie Theus and washed up George
0: Gervin, but yeah. but they yeah. were washed up though. I'm saying, you know, Hall of Famer because that's like. A, that's like, look, even though I taught mess on LeBron and stuff like that, when LeBron got Ray Allen, Ray Allen was at towards the end of his career. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ray Allen's a Hall yeah, of Famer. But he was towards the end of his career. It's not like he got Ray Allen no, in his he prime. He got you know? Ray Allen.
1: Are you? Ray
0: Allen. Yeah. Seattle? Seattle. Ray Allen, you know. Or even Ray Allen when he his first year on the Celtics. He didn't even get right. that Ray Allen. Right. Oh I'm saying. so i mean by the time he got Ray Allen Ray Allen was totally well not totally washed up but he was washed up he wasn't the same right. player he could still you know a command attention but he wasn't the same player so and that's the same with Michael Jordan with you know those those old guys with Teas and all that they were old they you know he didn't get them while they were right. in their prime I would agree with that so. I would agree with
1: that man
0: Honestly even Dennis Rodman was a little older you know yeah, but he when, was when still he got the dog Rodman. though he was still at his prime <laughs> He was. He was a beast.
1: And Rodman was, was and then coming to the game and give you 20
0: rebounds. Yeah, but Rodman, Rodman like this. Rodman was a beast. He knew what he could do as far as rebounds. But you got to remember, when Rodman was back with the Pistons, Rodman was athletic. Was he was – yeah, and he was extra athletic. When he was with the Bulls, he wasn't that same athletic player. He just knew how to play his game. He knew what he had to do. He was strong. He had a high basketball IQ. He can get rebounds. But he wasn't actually – Robin wasn't about to dunk on you. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Robin would, would you out of the game because he would take Shaq and morning out the game oh, yeah. completely. Exactly, because he knew how to play the game. And he was, he was a good defender. But by the time he got to the Bulls, he had lost a lot athletically. He just knew how to play his game. So it wasn't like he was in the middle of his prime. He just knew where he was at as a player. He knew what he had to do, and he did that. You know, he was when he was with the Bulls, he was a great role player when he was with the Bulls. He wasn't that a star. He was a great role. player. He played his role. So real Let well. me
1: ask you this, man. Let's let's jump back on the on the trade deadline, man. Denver, do you feel mm-hmm. like they gave up too much now that Gary Harris is out? RJ Hampton is out and, and Aaron Gordon is in. Or, or do you feel like he's the perfect fit to, to put them possibly in the Western Conference Finals?
0: I think he was the perfect fit. I don't think they gave up too much at all. I um I like Eric Gordon. They they needed somebody like him. You know, he's athletic. Um, he can actually play some defense. Um, he's athletic, he can score. Um, there's times that he there's games that he might be your your top scorer. He might be the one to to put you over. I think they did exactly what they they had to give up something. And but I mean to get Aaron Gordon and you still got I mean, you still got Jokic, you still got Porter. Jamal, Murray. I mean you still got Paul uh, Murray, you still got your right. whole team. You didn't even give up Millsap. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so, I mean, you your core is still there. So, I think that was a great trade for My Denver. only concern is, and what I want to see Denver do,
1: I want to see Paul Millsap mm-hmm. come off the bench and uh, let Porter yeah. start so you can keep Porter in the starting lineup. I want to see Porter develop because I think Porter, I mean, he's got a chance to be a top ten player oh yeah they let him continue to develop
0: yeah yeah um porter does yeah porter porter is probably to me the most talented player on that team he just got to, you know he's just got to get together he's gotta you know he doesn't have to be a great defender but he needs to work harder on the defensive end because he should get um, blocked super easy yeah yeah porter porter is a real real good player Aaron Gordon definitely should start um, over Paul Millsap. If if he's not starting over Paul Millsap, well, here's my
1: issue with Mike Malone, um, though,
0: and this is where it kind of
1: goes into a Porter, and I'm gonna name my next favorite Denver mm-hmm. Nugget that you already know, Bo Bo. He doesn't seem to give young guys a chance. Like a Porter misses a shot or two, he takes him out of the game right away.
0: Yeah, but this is a different situation, though, man. I mean, Aaron Gordon has already made a name for himself. This. It's not like Porter and Bobo, you know, coming into the coming into the league and they they mess up and he takes them out. I mean, Aaron Gordon is basically has been like the best player on his team. You know, he's. He's already established, so I, I think it'd be a different situation. Well, I,
1: I hope so. I think this this shows that they are going to give Porter more opportunities because if if they weren't, he would have been in the trade. So we'll see what happens. My only thing is with bringing in Javale yeah. McGee, and I like Javale McGee. You guys know I'm a Cavs fan. I just said that out loud. Yes, I'm a Cavs fan. Um, mm. Is that I think that hurts Bo Bo's development, man, because they basically do the same. Yeah. Thing, and the same
2: thing.
1: Bo is, is a younger version of JaVel with potential we be better because Bob yeah. can actually shoot the three and put the ball on the floor. And I just wish they would give him an opportunity or just let him go play and develop.
0: Yeah. Bobo is a more, is a more talented offensive player than JaVale, way more talented offensive player. Um, I think eventually they're probably going to package Bobo into um, some type of trade eventually um, to try to get somebody else because, um, I mean, right now he's just sitting there. Eventually, is going to be on another team, whether they trade him or whether they just don't re-sign him. But he'll be somewhere else. The only thing about it is, you know, they're messing him Like, they're messing up his money, basically. They're messing up his money because he go to another team, uh, even if it's not a trade. It was just regular. He signed with another team. I mean, they don't really have to give him much money because he hadn't been out there and proved himself or shown anything. He's not going to, is is you know, not going to create a buzz. He's going to have to go to another team and prove that the kind of player yeah, he is. Yeah, I agree. going
1: to get completely lowball because they don't play him.
0: Yeah. And you remember
1: yeah. that draft, I was like, Cavs, please draft him. We need him. Because to be on a team, yeah. he like the Cavs or the Hawks or one of these young teams, the Magic, where he can mm-hmm. play a lot, the Hornets and the... Could you imagine? Hornets and and yeah. Mello together? Mello together?
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. That would be nice. I yeah. mean, because... Son is like amazing. the
1: only center that can actually play like a small forward.
0: Yeah. I mean, this dude can take the ball up the floor. He can shoot. He can create offense. Dude is good. And then he's tall and long, you know, he'll get some blocked shots. I don't think he's the toughest guy out there or anything like that. Um, I would always have to, I would try to pair him up with somebody a little stronger, right. but, um, but you know, Bobo can be a real good player, you know, hopefully so. he gets the opportunity soon, man. Yeah. So, what do you think about with the
1: bulls and how do how you feel about that with bulls?
0: yeah, I think it was a good move for the bulls, you know, um giving up Otto Porter jr, you know I mean that ain't nothing good he he hasn't amounted to anything um, I heard them talking on the uh on the t on the television uh, one of those shows talking about the the only thing they really remember Otto Porter jr for is <laughs> the
2: <court>. you know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, I mean, they didn't really give up much to get him, and and dude's a good player. He actually could wind up being one of the top one or two players on their team. I know Levine's on there, but um, they're really building something there um, in Chicago that they can really become a consistent playoff team. Um, They'll probably need more to really be a a contender, but – They're they're really building something over there, so I like the. Yeah, I want to see
1: Zach Levine stick around. I mean, I think that's good for Chicago. I want to see them be competitive again. Um, Mm -hmm. They finally have stability with the coaching. They finally have stability with their culture, where they're not turning over players every so often, and then they finally have health. That's one of the biggest things. They haven't had health uh, in a long time. You know, uh, maybe they will make. See that they haven't been competitive since the Derrick Rose era, so. It be it would be, yeah. mm-hmm. and when fans come back, that's a home court advantage for sure. When those guys are there. That's a hard place to play. Yeah, to play.
0: yeah. yeah. So, I but, do like. When- yeah, I think that. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting when when marketing comes back yeah. too. You know, I am yeah, marketing can ball. He just you know suffers a lot of injuries right now. But when he comes back, when they got their full squad together, they gonna have a. Once they get it together, they're going to have a squad. I think they'll be a, you know, a playoff team, a parental, you know, playoff team. And then, you know, they just have to get together. They might need some other pieces to really, you know, challenge out there in the East. But I think they are getting. Yeah, I together. I think
1: marketing will probably get hurt less now that you have Voyage because he does to have mm-hmm. bigger guys. So yeah, lot yeah, lot of- exactly. So, I uh, mm-hmm. I see developing in the Pacers. I know they didn't make any big trades.
0: I'm getting...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Houston, what yeah.
2: did you do? You
1: just gave the guy away for nothing.
0: Yeah, Houston is like just just starting over. I mean, they're, they're going through a lot. Losing 20 straight games. You know, they finally won one, then they start losing again. I think they're just giving up on everything. They're just like, yo, let me start over. I, I feel bad for the coach, you know. First time coach, you know, getting yeah, a, too. you know. Yeah, getting the opportunity and and then losing all these sure, games. But, John
1: Wall, you're I mean, finally healthy and able to play again, and you're in a horrible situation. Mm-hmm. A horrible
0: situation. Yeah, and John Wall seems like he's going crazy out there. He's trying to motivate his team. I see him there when he's on the bench. He's trying to motivate his team, like, come on. You know, Um, he's just in a bad situation. But it doesn't look bad on John Wall. John Wall is actually no, balling. Not, he's doing what he's supposed to do. I don't think it do. looks bad on Steven, yeah. Steven Silas either. I mean, you the
1: cupboard is completely uh, bare. What do you expect? And I'll yeah, say the same yeah. thing I we coaching in Orlando. They had a fire sale today. Mm-hmm. You, well, yeah.
2: You three starters today.
1: You know, mm-hmm. you send Fournier to Boston, you send Gordon to, to Denver, and then you send Voyages to Chicago. I mean, messages to yeah. the guys like Marcel folks, you're definitely not going to be competing anytime
0: soon again. No, they're not. I mean, they just, you know, they they're going to have to – they're starting over again. You know, they're, they're just going to try to start out there. I guess they didn't see that they were going anywhere with what they have, And I don't believe they were really going to go anywhere with what they had anyway. So, um I guess they're, you know, just starting over. You know, them, Orlando, Houston, you know, they're all just starting over. Houston, they're just in a mess, a mess. right now. So
1: If I was yeah. – I still would have took the, the Nets package. I think there were other packages that were better, but – Mm-hmm. I mean, they did get a lot of draft picks out of it. And I knew they weren't going to deal with yeah. uh, Just based on you know, management now, you know, your guy leaves Houston and then Philly, you're yeah. not going to do the deal with him, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: So, exactly. I know it's rumored that Aldridge will join the Miami Heat. Where do you want to see Aldridge go?
0: Shoot, I hope he does go to Miami. That'd be nice. Um, so it would be nice to have him over in L.A. with that's the Lakers. Right. That would be nice. That's what I want to see. Yeah, that would be real nice if he goes to the Lakers. You know, that's my squad well, right there. Um, you know, y'all know I'm okay, okay. with I Rock with Braun,
1: so it, it, it is. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like that's the best fit for him because it eases pressure off of A.D. And then you get like a light mm-hmm. when AD's not in the game, but all just being able to hit that mid-range and turn over both shoulders.
0: Yeah, now mid now don't get me wrong Aldridge is not the player that he once was. You know, but he still knows how to play the game. He can still hit the mid range. Um he can help. Um the only thing I worry about is all the slow players that we have over there um with the Lakers with Marc Gasol and then if you have Aldridge in the mix, you know, all these old slow players that can't really move much, you know. So well, that's, that's the only thing I worry mm-hmm. about. I wish we could have got back. Yeah.
1: But you had to wait for JaVale to get cut mm-hmm. and come back. But if you get a Aldridge, then you're yeah. obviously going to play him with Trez because Trez is a guy that can move and he's quick and he's young.
0: Yeah. I hope that we can um, get one another big man. Um, so you want like, Drummond? Trez, I like... Well, Drummond, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be him. It could be... Um, I just said his name earlier when we were talking. Um... Uh, Who's he with? Oh, now? Oh, oh, yeah. Hassan uh,
1: Whiteside.
0: Yeah, Hassan Whiteside. I, his name just slipped right out. Slipped but, yeah, out Hassan Whiteside. Too. We could do... Yeah. But Hassan Whiteside will fit good with us. You know, we just need some some other people other than um, the guys we have. I like Harold. Harold plays well. He gives us, like, 14 a game and all that. But Harold is too small. He's not going to be able to... I mean, uh, when he goes against the Joker, he's just going to get annihilated. I see it right. already. You know, it just... Yeah, we we did well in the playoffs because we had you know guys like Dwight Howard and Javale McGee who can go against these um, these guys, especially Dwight Howard. You know, just I mean, Dwight Howard is still a strong defensive center, um, and and that helped us out. And I think without that kind of stuff, we may not have won last year. So um, and we gave that up. You know, of course, we weren't going to be able to keep Dwight. You know, then then we gave up on Javale, and and we we thought the grass was greener on the other side with Arkansas. When Arkansas came, I
1: told you, yes. you were, hype and mm. I told you, I said, son, is wash, He has nothing left in the tank. He's a
0: he's he's a, a dinosaur. Dog, you tripping? I was he never. He can't move. I oh, know, but you tripping? I was never hype about oh, Arkansas. I was pass. always he's a passer. He's a good passer. No. He is. He is a good passer, but I, no, he is a good passer. But I also said that that's going to hurt our defense. And what helped us win last year was our defense. I wanted us to keep Javelle and I want—I definitely wanted us to keep the White. You know, because that—that really helped our defense a lot. And I think is 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 hurting now down there because we just don't have it. I mean, even when we got Harold, I was like, you know, Harold. Yeah, he's a good player. You know, but. His size is just not. Well, I think help if it. you
1: had had still Dwight or Javale, Trez would look so yeah. much better. Look better. So I yeah, really hope exactly. that Drummond makes the right decision, signs with Lakers. It's not just about rooting for the Lakers, but it's like it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense to join the net. Like yeah, yeah no. like outside of doing what I guess what, what DeAndre does, and I'm I'm not convinced he'll start DeAndre or he'll start over DeAndre. Not because I like Andre yeah. I don't believe in him. I love Andre. I really hate what the Cavs did. But uh, at the same time, I know that DeAndre's role is defined over there. Well, it's not mm-hmm. enough minutes. You know, it's too many guys. So, I would, to me personally, I would go play in L.A. I'm going to be a starter. Be you know, I can, I can still get my easy 20 ten.
0: You know, so – I think he'll. Start, I think he'll start in Brooklyn. I don't want him to go to Brooklyn. I do want him to come to L.A. But I think he'll start. Um, because there was a time where DeAndre Jordan, where they had stopped starting him for a little while and set him down. So I think that it, with a guy like Drummond, who's at this point is way better than DeAndre Jordan and can really, you know, he can put, he can do some things out there with his rebounds. You know, he can score and stuff. I think they'll well, play. Here's
1: the here's the problem I have with you going to Brooklyn, and this is why I said about the minutes, right? Now they have Blake Griffin, there's gonna be some times they wanna play completely small and take the center off the court. Where the Lakers know yeah, yeah. we're not gonna take our center off the court. And I think people are going mm-hmm. make the That's most sense for you to be there. I know he wants to go to get
0: paid. Go win a ring. That's done. That's what. I, yeah, that's what I would do. yeah. And he's gotten paid before and all that. He needs to. um The thing about it is if he keeps going to teams that are not winning, teams that are that you know people are not looking at, Drummond is going to eventually be out the league. Because there was there was a yeah. Because even though he can play, there was a time where. I think it was the Pistons that somebody was trying to get rid of him, and nobody. They <laughs> trying him.
1: to decide between yeah. him and Greg Monroe, and Greg Monroe in up yeah. out the door.
0: Yeah, but but even you know, recently trying to get rid of him, like nobody really wanted him because he's a big man that's not shooting the three, that's not you know, it's stuff like that. So he needs to be somewhere where the spotlight's going to be going to be on him, and they'll be able to see what he actually provides on well, the team. here's
1: my thing and know, it's gonna kind of here's go into my other point right I want to see DeAndre I want to see do with Shaq's head. treat these guys like barbecue chicken, chicken and destroy chicken. them. Dunk on Yeah he's not that kind of player and finesse him I mean because he has a little hook shot he he does have a nice little he can yeah. dunk here and there be a rim runner and I feel like LA is the perfect situation for that. they kind of leads to my other point, right? So we talked about who our was for trade deadline. I'm going to my loser. And I hate to say it because my team is my favorite team. My loser is the Cavs. You traded yeah. JaVale, which made no sense. And mm-hmm. you didn't get anything back for him, which I don't understand. I mean, what what's a second-round pick going to do for you? With all the help we need. And now. Sit mm-hmm. Andre Drummond down, and you killed your value. When he was playing, he was averaging 20 by 14. The guy's leading league in the rebounds. Yeah. He, had a, he already had a 20-plus rebound game, plus 20. Mm-hmm. You keep playing the guy, and then you could actually probably get what you wanted and trade him, but then they say, we're going to sit him down. You should have bought him out right in and there then. That was ridiculous. Because he's gonna give you yeah. what you want. He's in the last year of his contract. He's he's 28 million dollars. No one's made, gonna give you the deal you want now. Because no, you have the yeah. leverage. So mm-hmm. I would have played him and made my hand look like I want to keep the guy. And then I might be able to get something for him.
0: Yeah. So so here's the thing, and I agree with you. Um the Cleveland, there they are, they lost, they, they did terrible with it, right? drumming, you know, um, I mean, just everything. It's just the whole thing was bad. And then their center um, that they have now, I've been hearing little trade things like putting him in. Yeah, yeah, Allen. So I'm like, then they're not even sure about Allen right now. So now what? You're going to get rid of all your big You
1: know, I all the, all the cash uh-huh. blogs. And before I hear, they do want to keep Allen. They love him. They want to build around Allen, Sexton, and King, which I do mm-hmm. But I think my issue with yeah. being so quick to jump in on Allen, he had proved he can do anything offensively. Yeah, good nice. rebounder, not as good as Drummond to me, yeah. but he hasn't proved he has much of an offensive game.
0: I mean, you yeah. know he can get
1: the twenty in his sleep.
0: Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you this: one of my losers, and even though they didn't make the trade, they didn't do it. I think the Pelicans first of all, don't give up on Lonzo Ball. I think that really, you know, I think he's a good fit with your team, but the fact that his name is all out there like that, and you're shopping him and all that, you might, you may, you probably already lost him. You know, you see what I'm saying? So, and I think to me, that's the biggest loser. You know, something like that, because Lonzo Ball really adds a lot to their team. Like, Lonzo Ball is a good three-point shooter. You know, that's that's the crazy thing, and and he, can, and he sets up the offense well. He works good with Zion, which is um, eventually going to become your best player. You know, and um, I think they're messing up with shopping him around like that because what are you really going to get for Alonzo? Right. You're not going to get – yeah, you're not going to get anybody that's going to elevate your team. Um, so I think they kind of messed up there, putting shopping him around and putting him out there. I would
1: there agree like 100%. That. I think that's one of those situations. If you're not really mm-hmm. going to move the guy, don't shop him. So, yeah, I think he's done better.
0: Yeah. Than Eric blood
1: though, which you can't get anything for him either. But that that mm-hmm. move isn't as detrimental as it is to, to Lonzo. He's still a young player. He's already given up on once. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I if I was him, I wouldn't be in a rush to resign with them when the summer comes. So, no, exactly. Make exactly. You know, I have awesome. to, to make them go, mm-hmm. to make them kill their cap.
0: Yeah, well now Lonzo is saying he wants at least twenty million a year, at least. Yeah, this is. I'm, oh whatever. No, not, not a fan. The time let contract. <laughs> yeah,
1: shoot.
0: He gonna be like Lonzo want a hundred million. Exactly. Contract. Let that loud mouth come <laughs> in
1: there and blow it up, so he you can move to another
0: team. Man, he gonna be like, give Lonzo the supermax. <laughs> All right, so you gotta <laughs> give me one team that I feel like uh, uh, their move was just in.
1: So, I give you mine the Celtic Fournier. <laughs> eh. yeah, what does that really yeah. do? And, you know, mm. uh, I'm looking at him like, where does he fit in, in the rotation? You already guard, yeah, you already guard You're You're too heavy. You know, you got Tatum, you got Jalen Brown, you got uh, Kimba, you got Marcus Smart. Where does Fournier fit in? This is minutes. At? I'm like. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't see it. I think bringing him in gives you the same problem you had when you said Hayward, and now you, your your offense didn't really flow anymore. I think bringing you probably oh, yeah. Bring you the same back when You need to. Mm-hmm. So and you said Tyson out the window. So that was you should have traded for Drummond. You get at some point yeah. you got to track, Cassie's draft picks in for something. If you want a
0: competitor, mm-hmm. for real. Well, Yeah. Shoot, I don't really have one that I was like, and I mean, of course, that one that you said, um, I'm not real big on the Atlanta Hawks trade, um, getting Lou Williams. I mean, I understand how Lou Williams can help and stuff like that, but I, I really, um, I'm not big on that one just because of what we, especially what we talked about earlier, with having them out there at the same time. Um, it's just, it's, that's going to hurt their team more than help them um, because defensively, oh my goodness, that'd be, such a terrible thing (laughs) you know don't get me wrong they're they're great scorers you know lou williams can score lou williams um you know he's been around for a while he's lost a step but he still can score he still can put points up but i don't really see how that's gonna really help your team a whole lot um because at this point they just need to find people that they can put around what they have now and um solidify like role players as far as defensively, stuff that's going to help the more gritty guys, and, and that's not I li- feel li- like
1: what they did yeah, was so. it's kind of, you remember when the Hawks mm-hmm. had Joe Johnson and they had Al Horford and Josh yeah. Smith,
0: and they yeah, brought yeah. Jamal
1: Crawford in, that was the right move at that time that was like the missing piece yeah. to make you more competitive you mind, mm-hmm. they feel like they're at that space and they're not
0: yeah, yeah So, well, shoot, back, they messed up back then, thinking that Joe Johnson was going to take you to the promised land Joe Johnson. Like I've always said, Joe Johnson is a real good role player. Before Joe Johnson came to the Atlanta Hawks and became the star on the Atlanta Hawks, he was a role player on the Phoenix Suns um, shooting those threes and stuff like that. He was a role player and they brought him. He was just a real good role player and they brought him over there to be the star. And he did his thing. Like, Joe Johnson could ball and all that, but Joe Johnson is not taking you to the promise. He's not going to get you. If Joe Johnson is the best player on your team, you're not winning a championship. Joe, I want you you to come on the
1: podcast, man, and and tell Mike how you really feel. I I get This is my favorite Joe Johnson this week. I remember uh, Mm -hmm. I went to a house game, me and one of my homeboys, and uh, they were playing the Lakers. And him and Kobe Bryant, Mm -hmm. that night, Joe looked like a star. I mean, he went shot for shot, being Mm -hmm. shot for shot, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Kobe giving Kobe giving him a a bucket. Joe gave Kobe a bucket. I mean, my Mm -hmm. best friend, Joe. Let's talk about the guy you really had venom for back then that you really couldn't stand. It was two of them. Couldn't stand
0: and Josh Smith. And I don't know which one you dislike more. Yeah. So here's the thing, I. I liked Al Horford. Don't get me wrong. I liked Al Horford, but I saw what was happening with um with the Hawks. And I kept saying they need to trade Al Horford before they just lose him. Because Al Horford, they they weren't getting anywhere. First of all, they, they weren't going to get anywhere with what they had. And they needed to make some big trades while Al Horford and all those guys still had value. And before they lost them. So I used to always say, trade him. And then Josh Smith, they should have really got rid of him or whatever. They should have really got rid of him. Don't get me wrong. He was athletic and all that stuff. But first of all, he only had one hand or whatever. He played with one hand. He, he, he couldn't use his right hand. Um, and then, I mean, this dude thought he was a three-point threat. You know, damn, while people, people were people, really, going to shoot the therapy, people going, no, no. So this is the thing. But the league, there were people who were big on him. And I was like, yo, you know he's not going to do anything for your team. Trade him while you can get some great pieces for him, while you can get some great. They didn't. They kept these people for a long time, and they wind up losing these people for nothing. Oh, man. You saw every year what I say, KP. I always said Trade Al Horford. Trade Josh Smith. Get rid of these guys. Trade Joe Johnson. I used to say to trade Joe Johnson. I was like, trade all these people. So Because think about it. Yeah, because none of those guys were stars, and none of those guys were going to take you to the promised land. So I was like, yeah, look, they did. Well, uh, they gave Joe a Max contract, that was a bad decision. Yeah. Oh yeah, but look, when I when I when people thought that these guys were going to be stars, I thought that these guys were going to be great. That was the best time to trade them because you could have really traded them for people who were actually going to be stars instead of you know fake stars. Josh, so. come on,
1: come on the and show. I, let's let's get a one on one game going. With you and Mike, the expert. I'll put my money on Josh.
0: Yeah, I'm. A, I'll put my money on Josh too. You know, <laughs> I'll play him, but I'll put my money on him. <laughs> I think what they were trying to do. at that time, You look at they didn't want to be trade
1: away dominant for Danny Manning. Stupid move. Trade away Jason Terry for nothing. Stupid move. I mean, really, I feel like they gave Dennis Schroeder away for nothing.
0: So yeah, they didn't want to be. That but yo, they could have. They could have got some real good players for these guys. You know. You could have got one star, package package Joe Johnson and, and Josh Smith up and get a, a true star, get somebody who's really a star. That's know. what I
1: told you I wanted back yeah.
0: then, I wanted Carmelo. Yeah. You could have got Carmelo back then. You know, you had him, and then you could have – and then people thought Al Horford was really something. You could have packaged him with somebody and got another star or or a good second-tier star or something like that, and then – Build around him, and and you're a champion. You know back then, even when he was with Washington, I believed in javel McGee. I
1: wanted him with the Cavs back then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it yes. is.